0: When I was a little kid, mama used to play me the Beatles, John Paul, Ringo, and George. But then I started getting into hip-hop, and I didn't want to listen to the Fab Four anymore. Man, I did not even bat an eyelid. I said bye to Liverpool, hi to Staten Island, and I abandoned the band for a brand new rap crew named the Wu-Tang Clan. I became a huge fan of the RZA, the Jizzah, old dirty bastard, ghostface killer, method man, Raekwon the chef, you god and inspect the deck. This was teenage rebelling I needed to do But as I proceeded and grew I accepted my love for both Beatles and Wu And I've been asking this question And now I'll repeat it to you Which member or members of Wu-Tang Would correspond to which Beatle we Will take these two groups of people Match column A and column B And see who is who's equal From Abbey Road to the 36 Chambers Topping those charts and dropping those bangers Which of the Wu-Tangs, Hip-Hop and Gangsters Is which mock pop pop singer-stopped gang anger. John, the leader, the smartest. His talents were the sharpest with his talent as an artist. A creative engine, a mystical wizard, a dark, brooding visionary. John is the Rizza. but Lennon was sentimental and sensitive. Just a wordplay, and eccentric gent who'd give a stream of consciousness touch to his songs like Ghostface. They had close tastes. i double them up, post-haste. I'd also place Dirty in the mixture. They were both clownish and mischievous tricksters. And John said the Beatles were bigger than Jesus, and Old Dirty's nickname was Big Baby Jesus. George may be the easiest, he'd be the jizza, the genius. Pensive, intense, and serious. Plus, it's jizza and George. Alliteration ain't nothing to fuck with. Paul McCartney's counterpart B I'd say Method Man in a heartbeat They're the cute ones Making ladies scream hey Not the most profound But great in a mainstream way Paul would be Raekwon too though Cause Ray and Ghost were a duo Like Paul and John were But overall I think Paul and Raekwon Were less powerful than their partners Moving onward Who's left? Ringo, treated like a joke, he gets less respect, so he and you, God, would be neck and neck, but you, God,'s kind of a defective wreck, whereas Ringo is more like inspected deck. He's great, but underrated, fat, though overshadowed by comparatively massive attention centers, but an undoubtedly essential member. And I skip Master Killer, correct. But only one verse on 36 Chambers and none on Protect Your Neck? His status isn't identical. Like a fifth Beatle, he's the ninth general. But the woo analogies to the Beatles, these don't halt at the alter egos. British invasion, bees on the swarm. Beetle boot or Timbo's for the uniform. Whether all together now or all in together now. Big Apple rotten to the core, Apple record Shaolin to Merseyside. It all hurt when we heard that John George and Dirty died. Cause they're reverse sides of the same dang thing The lads and the gods The yin and the yang Forming like Voltron Wu-Tang killer bees and the beetles To be the Wu-Tang killer beetles
1: I like the house too cold
2: I like to keep it
1: hot I don't care much for cooking I like to eat a lot Scares me she's driving and that always causes a fight I like to fuck in the morning and I like to fuck at night sometimes it drives me crazy morning
2: and i suck at
3: night ladies and gentlemen welcome to the perfect 10 podcast and now your hosts
1: ralphie may
3: and lana turner
1: hi everybody i'm ralphie may
2: and i'm lana turner
1: and we are the Perfect Tim Podcast, my beautiful wife and I. Uh, we're trying every week to bring you the best we can. Thank, thank you, you so for, much for listening. Thank you. Download, subscribe, rate. You could uh, now follow us and get great laughs every week. And uh, we, we'll get it all squared away from you. I am enjoying some my fit foods right now. I've got chicken uh, pasta uh, with uh, uh, tomato sauce with mushrooms in it. And it's, it's phenomenal. I it's know, like right, chicken
2: parm. Well, you're going to get that weight, uh, all the weight off, right?
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> get a, a lot of weight off. Yes. I
2: feel like I've already lost weight. I've been trying to get
1: off all week, uh, and uh, stingy Benji with the <laughs> meat over here. Uh, That's gonna be at
2: like, least a, a few ounces. <laughs> I know, right?
1: I know you gotta, you gotta. This week has been crazy for us, guys.
2: It's not easy to be a parent, and. Um, our, well, our little single girl single got hurt. When this happened, well, when I did not go with Rafi to Phoenix, um, as I thought as planned, because um while he was in Laughlin, our daughter got hurt, seriously hurt by a neighbor's pit bull. Um, you hear about these things happening to people all the time, but you never yeah. dream it's going to happen to you or happen so to your much kid. that
1: Cowhead named his band Pit Bull Toddlers. <laughs> He goes, "This story is so much; they're so prevalent. Ugh. You know, it's like man." And it fucking happened. Yeah, this woman... And I woman, was always one of those people that just never was, like, ready to condemn pit bulls, but, man... No, no, no. Man. This it's...
2: woman has had that pit off-leash for... She's been living in a rental property in our neighborhood for um, less than a year, and I've seen her a number of times, and I've asked, please put that dog on a leash, and yeah. there's, like, seven little kids on our street, and it's a very small street. Houses and are close together. And there's,
1: like, turds everywhere.
2: Yeah, she does. She's a very irresponsible pet owner, and it all... It all came to like a precipice on Sunday, a week from today. It, or it doesn't matter. It, it came to a precipice when she opened her door, and we were about 25, 30 feet up the hill in front of it, her house, and that dog charged out and nipped our daughter on the face. Bit. Well, I say nipped because if because that dog. Because you don't
1: had want the dog to if
2: that dog had bit i think our daughter would have lost her eye or I life think he, yeah it, it 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 definitely put its teeth in her face which is fucking yeah. horrific enough without yeah
1: but for that that dog should be put down well once they bite Yeah, I don't know. I don't ever want to see the dog.
2: I don't. April doesn't need to see the dog, but she also doesn't need to think that somehow her interaction with an animal. Oh no, no,
1: no! We're gonna we're gonna take pictures of a dog. It Looks like that dog in Hawaii (laughs) and on on trips and stuff like that. No, April's gonna think that dog went on a trip far away. No. all right i i
2: i don't know but that the it's such a sad thing so i guess i got a the, is
1: all i'm saying
2: the one thing i can say to someone is that this woman believes and believed that her dog was one of the nice ones that would never hurt a child or anything and those dogs they do hurt people and they flip on a second every day every so day. if you have a, a any dog just keep it on a leash and don't yeah man the craziest part of the whole thing is that we had to go to the hospital and get stitches and then you know you want to make your kid feel better when you're leaving so we went to get ice cream at the yogurt pit stop on Santa Monica <laughs> that's not ice cream I know cream. it doesn't that's really yogurt. count but you just want to make your kid anything you can do to make your kid feel better I mean it I was know, a fucking right? wh- the worst day of her entire life and uh and we're leaving the ice cream shop it's right there on Santa Monica Boulevard and we nearly stepped on two condoms and I was like this is the fucking worst day Use of- condoms They were, well, they were on the, on the street. Oh my God. So
1: I just vomited a little bit in my mouth.
2: Yeah. Like my kid gets bit by a dog and then gets AIDS. Oh, (laughs) so she's so tiny and, and the, the wounds are, are really going to end up being small and hopefully unnoticeable on her. And so in the end, hopefully everything works out. Okay. But it's a horrible thing to go through. And I know you're mad at that dog.
1: I really am. I I I I want to kill that fucking dog. Yeah. I want to kill uh, that, in Arkansas. That's how that shit's done. A dog bites a uh, person. That dog is put down, and there's no law gonna come get mad at me or nothing like that. So I don't know how it works in California, but Not if like I went down with my pistol and put that fucking dog down, all right, it wouldn't bother me at all. Oh, we gonna go to the jailhouse? All right, let's go.
2: It's gonna be like a epic rap battle between Ralphie and a pit bull.
1: <laughs> that would be awesome. Okay. I'd I, I, I fucking kill that pit bull, okay?
2: So if you're not familiar with MC Mr. Napkins, um, you can, uh, well, that's who we had at the front of the episode.
1: Yeah, man, he's got some dope beats. I like that, man. He's good. hysterical, and he writes he's all the really epic stuff. battles He's a really history. good rapper, man. Yeah. Yeah, the epic uh, rap battles of history is the fucking funniest thing. Can you play, play the
2: one? Play it right now.
1: It's fantastic. He was Einstein, Einstein and Hawking on Auto-Tune. That's fucking hilarious.
2: Zach is multi talented. He's also an incredible hacky sacker. Really? Yep. And he took me to the oh park. Oh my
1: God. So, both of y'all, did you play Dungeons and Dragons first?
2: Yeah. No, but he I've never gone hacky sacking, really. I mean, no. really? Yeah, really. I, I mean, I maybe played around a little bit, but okay. like,
1: I remember he, when it was new, I had a hacky sack. And I could go like twenty-eight, thirty times without fucking dropping it. Really? Yeah, I was do you, really good. Do you
2: like to sock?
1: I it it. Uh, I tried it like two years ago, and because I'm really flexible, you know, and I can move and kick and stuff like that. Tried it two years ago. I was out of breath before I got to two. Okay, I like I like, <laughs> I, like I, I kicked it off my knee, brought it up off my chest, brought it up again. <laughs> ooh, 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 sweet Jesus. Ooh. and so i I said my hecky second days are done okay but maybe not now i can you know give me exercising more and i'm doing that anyway exercising my ass off trying to lose weight trying to be pretty all right you know save back the time and uh I, but I used to hacky sack like a motherfucker. But I, that was when it was new and everybody was doing it. He didn't have to be a dork or a hippie to fucking do it because everybody was doing it. Everybody.
2: Well, Zach is really into it and he gave me a good little lesson in hacky sacking.
1: This next part of the show is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace.com. Uh, you need to build a website, don't have a lot of money. Smartest thing you can do is go to squarespace.com, get on there. Uh, got beautiful templates. It's, quick, it's easy, it's all you need is to uh, just go to squarespace.com okay, and in, a in perfect 10 in the, uh, uh, in the promo ad. For a free trial go to squarespace.com slash perfect 10 Squarespace, everything you need to create a perfect website 10
2: Mr. Napkins, how hey, are you? I'm
0: good. Do you know that I'm not? I'm gonna discontinue that name very soon.
2: What, Mr. Napkins? Yeah,
0: MC Mr. Napkins, my rap name.
2: Oh, I didn't. What? What are you going by?
0: Well, I I don't think you get a second rap name. I think you only get to choose one. And I, do I'm people not actually
2: choose their own rap names, or do they get it?
0: I mean, a lot of people do switch, but I kind of think it's a whack move. Um, well, you know, I'm just gonna be Zach Sherwin from now on. The rap, I'm I'm writing a song about this to explain to my um, online world why I'm making this decision, but I, uh, I just feel like I outgrew it. It was a a prop that I, a crutch that I needed early on when I got started. And now I feel like I've, uh, I've outgrown it.
2: So why are we at this awesome playground scaring all the moms with kids?
0: Well, I like a nice wide open space to drum roll hacky sack.
2: Okay. Well, I was, yeah. You knew. Yeah. No, I knew. I didn't, I didn't know
0: if we were pretending it was a surprise <laughs> no, for the show. No, I, I
2: just wanted you to say it, not me. So, uh, <laughs> so you have a passion for rapping and a passion for hacky-sacking? You know. That's it, kind of a rhyme. I have a passion for rapping, rapping and a passion hacky-sacking. for hacky-sacking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Too
0: bad. Napkins rhymes really nicely with both of those.
2: Yeah, but you can't do that anymore.
0: Passion for rapping, passion for hacky-sacking. When I had a rap name, it used to be...
2: Mr. Napkin.
0: Hey, yo, we're on some <laughs> Run DMZ shit right there.
2: Yeah, we can um, do this together.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ref collaborative, and so is hacky-sacking. Is it? It's a pass it around the circle kind of game.
2: I'm I'm not coordinated. I am good with the rhymes, but, uh, but we'll see. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I have tried to kick it with a hacky sack maybe three times, and then I'm out, but...
0: Hey, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna um, take it beyond today, but like the youth group's a nice segue because that was where I got into hacky sacking. We would stand around in circles and do things, hacky sack and rap. The parallels are kind of unbelievable. You pass it back and forth, you know, when you're rhyming, you don't want to let anyone go too long with and it. This is
2: a Jewish youth group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: A lot of Reform Jewish kids.
2: Awkward. <laughs> awkward Jew kids trying to hacky sack and put rhyme <laughs> like to and.
0: It was so much less threatening than talking to girls, which I wasn't ready to do. (laughs) Girls would sometimes come in and try to hacky sack with us, and they just didn't have that, like, masturbatory intensity that we brought to (laughs) everything we did. And we would be trying to, you know, we would try to include them, but pretty soon they would just, we were clearly more interested in the game than flirting with them. Yeah,
2: I mean, like, a hacky sack doesn't typically lend itself to getting laid. I think.
0: I think, the, yeah, I think the opposite. Right. It's kind of uh, it's a bit of a cock blocker. Have
2: you ever actually had a hacky sack incident that helped you get laid?
0: Scored a lady through my sack skills? Yeah. God, I wish I had a story to offer here.
2: No, right? I think
0: we both know the answer to this question. <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, I feel like once I've already landed a girl, if she really likes me, maybe she'll be like, oh, that's an adorable hobby you have, which is code for... I still like you, even though I know that you have this hobby. Sometimes I'll hacky sack by myself. It's much nicer to be doing it with someone else.
2: It's a sad activity
0: to be doing solo. It's
2: lonely, huh?
0: Yeah. And, you know, you're hoping the whole time that someone's going to come up and join you and make it better, but it doesn't always happen.
2: Does that happen a lot where people like kind of like you bring one out and then all of a sudden people will gather around and try and hack with you
0: I lost my is hack is it hack
2: or sack? And do they want a sack with you they want a hacky sack or ha- What's the I lingo? think you could
0: say sack but I feel like hack is the more tradi- it's like how people would sometimes there would be those Abercrombie and Fitch t-shirts that said Fitch do you remember that mm-hmm. most of the time they said Abercrombie That's what sacking, I feel like, is. Most of the time you say hack, but you could say sack. You never want
2: to be called a hack in comedy, but when it comes to (laughs) hacky sacking, it's perfectly okay. That's interesting. And you also, in life, never want to be called a sack,
0: Yeah, you sad sack. Yeah, that's kind of... A happy sack. Yeah. It sounds like hacky sack. It's still a sack. You can use that in a freestyle later. (laughs) All right. Um, I had a magical afternoon in San Francisco where I was wandering around... Oh, you stop right there. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of sacks
2: magic. I was in. Uh,
0: <laughs> I was in um, Golden Gate Park, and these teenagers were hacky sacking around. And I said, "Can I join you guys?" And we hacky sacked for I think about four hours. And I was so sore the next day that I couldn't walk. That story began. I had a magical afternoon in San Francisco, no, and, and ended. I was ended so sore so <laughs> I couldn't walk.
2: <laughs> then we're exactly lopping that hacky-sac. one over the plate. All right, well, let's give it a go. Show me. Show okay. me your Okay. What skills. do we do with our mics? Um. Okay. That's the trick. You gotta like hold it while you. I have think I could hack
0: with the mic. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right, good. Okay. All right. So this will be my maiden voyage of hacking with a microphone. I've never done it before, but I, I can tell it's gonna be okay. All right. Here we go. Okay. Ready? Ah. Uh. Boom. Yeah. That's it. All right. Cool. Try and hit it less on the ankle and a little bit more on the instep, right in there. Yeah. That's it. And I then think- I would kick it back, and then we keep going. Here, I'm gonna toss you okay. another one, and I'm gonna try to pick it up once you hit it. Okay. Boom.
2: Well, that kind of hit my, my calf.
0: Yeah, avoid here, that calf.
2: Okay, here you go.
0: Okay, here we go. I'm going to throw it right to your foot. All you okay. have to do is boom.
2: We, we almost did got it. a little thing going there. Now,
0: this is clearly not the most creative vocabulary with this sport. When both of us touch it, it's called a hack.
2: <laughs> a hack? Because yeah. it was a successful yeah, um, one-two.
0: Everybody touched it. Yeah. It's like,
2: a ping, it's like ping pong. We volleyed.
0: Right. So, okay. just to be clear, the name of the sport is hacky sack. The ball that you use for it is called a hacky sack or a hack. The verb for doing it is a hack. And when everybody touches it, it's called a hack.
2: All right. So
0: it's I a one-stop shopping <laughs> in the terminology for this. All right, here we go. Let's get another one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right to All the right. ankle. Okay. And when you're hitting it this time, have in mind that you want it to arc up and back to me.
2: Arc up and back up. Okay. okay ready? Do so I need to get into like some sort of zen? Mm. You seem
0: like you're doing great.
2: Okay, let's do it. For
0: someone who claims not to be coordinated, so far you're
2: yeah.
0: you're really doing. A great job. So I did once write a rap where I was going to, it's unpracticed, but it would be like, um, it's a neat little trick that I spit on the track, etc. Just like a little hacky sack rap.
2: This has been so much fun. I have absolutely, I loved learning to hacky sack. It was really cool, really fun thing to do. I,
0: you did great, and it was a pleasure to see our goal realized. <laughs> I served it to you, you kicked it, I kicked it back, you kicked it again. You uh, did it. You hacky sacked.
2: I'm a hacky sacker, huh? Congrats. Thank you. Thanks for teaching me. Of course. Would you um, share with us a little wrap uh, about our time together?
0: Absolutely. Off the dome, freestyle. Uh. I want to bust a little rap, although I also want to adjourn a hacky sack session with the lovely Lana Turner. Yo, the nice thing about hacky sack is that it rhymes with every single word you can rap, like my name is Zach. I can pass it back and forth off the head like my frickin' hat that I'm taking off right now reveal my scalp. And even that can be rhymed with hack if you stretch it. Yeah, kicking style out when I spit it, I retch it, I don't puke, I don't vomit, I vomit on the microphone, doggone it. Yo, I'm off this freestyle, but I'm up, up, on it. Yay! All right. Thank you. Thank.
1: Thanks. Awesome. Thanks. Damn. I used to hacky sack. I loved hacky sacking. It. it was fun. It was fun. A bunch of us would get around and we were badass too. We thought we, we we had one guy who could do a Pele kick. Okay, he did a bicycle kick Hacky Sack. It Ooh. was like what? Where he flipped up and kicked it above his head. Okay, he flipped over. Did it. it was amazing. Cool, one of the coolest things I've ever seen in life. And uh, it was hacky sack. It was fun, man. And then all of a sudden, not cool at all. It's like, what happened?
2: Is it what not happened? cool? It just kind of not No, back?
1: it's coming back. It's coming back. Because people have forgotten that away. it wasn't cool. They just now think it's fun. And uh, it was weird. I mean, we were really good, too, man. Especially for no soccer. But if you're into any soccer, you need hand, foot help. Get, use uh hacky sack i they used hacky sack for me when i was uh getting out of the hospital and learning how to walk okay so you build your uh eye foot coordination okay so by hand coordination if any,
2: the, a lot of people don't know when you were 17 you had a major car wreck and yeah you were in a wheelchair and handicapped. yeah can, like,
1: i got all fucked up
2: yeah so so that's i didn't know that so they use that as pt yeah
1: little pt Okay, and I think they still do that a little bit. I think they do that with a lot of like stroke victims who have uh, who've got some movement but don't have full control over their legs and stuff like that to get them back in. They play hacky sack with them.
2: I wonder if Lance Armstrong did that after they removed one of his nuts.
1: No, no, he 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 he, he could only play with half a hacky sack. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's so funny um what you know that's so weird you know it's like i used to play hacky sack and now i would be so good if i could just hit my own long balls okay my my balls are so long now i can hacky sack my nuts okay (laughs) like
2: kick it over your shoulder and then fuck yeah swing it around
1: fuck yeah
2: if your nuts get in the way of your hacky sacking then yeah then a vagina would be the perfect asset
1: it would, it would, but y'all have even worse coordination than we do, so What? Sorry. Let's be honest. What?
2: I would kill you in a hacky sacking event.
1: Stop. Stop. I'll take you All on. Right, let's go. Let's do this. Let's do this, do this shit. I'll do it. Fuck yeah. I ain't afraid. <laughs> All right. If if uh uh if you win, I'll go down on you and eat your asshole. And if I win, you'll go
2: down on me and eat yeah, my asshole. Yeah, I'll go down and you eat
1: your asshole. All right. All right. All right. Fair enough. I uh, I hope I lose or win. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I hope I lose or win. It's gonna be awesome. Um, I uh, I just man, you know that that just brings back so many memories of uh, growing up, and I'm excited about the summer, going to Bonnaroo. Okay, I'm excited about that. I'm gonna be over there. I'm not performing, but I bet I'll perform, you know, come on. You know, and I had a dream that uh our bus was parked next to Paul McCartney's and he came over and had a cup of Is coffee. Is Paul
2: McCartney gonna be a bonnet? Yeah,
1: or yeah. Shit. And his bus will be parked back there. It's Amazing.
2: Like, yeah, it's really, really cool. I
1: know. And I wonder- and, and I've got something that I'm excited about. In a couple of weeks we're gonna be talking to my pal Sean from Met and Rehab, the craziest one of the fucking cocaine cowboys of, of the new age. He's he was in deep with the cartel, speaking Spanish and shit. Hair on attic. All right, it was good. He was, he was a drug dealer to the stars in Beverly Hills. It's gonna be fun.
2: I wonder if these uh, guy, if a guy like Toby didn't have um, issues keeping up with his cell phone. When he was dealing drugs, and oh, I
1: bet in jail, he could get a—you can get a sneak cell phone.
2: But he probably—I wonder if Ting would have come in handy.
1: This next segment about Toby Hicks is brought to us by Ting. What is Ting, guys? Ting is a uh, is mobile that makes sense. Basically, um, Ting is a, a reseller of uh, the uh, nationwide sprint network so you're on sprint okay the best network there's no contracts no bundling no ride-along no overcharges or penalties unlimited devices on one plan credits on unused service add-on charges none zero no mysterious line items on your bill no powerful online account control panel they've even got excellent online support they got a bona fide nice guy from bombay right there waiting to tell you everything it uh, www.help.ting.com, okay? And so I highly recommend it. It's uh, it's fucking great. This <laughs> stuff is the best way to do it. Uh, just go to uh, promo code perfect.ting.com and twenty five dollars off your first device purchase, or twenty five in service credit if you bring in your own device. What you got your phone that you really like, but you can't get? it You want to change providers? Go through Ting, save some money.
2: You know. Not for nothing, but we pay way too much for our phone bill. I wonder if Ting could fix that.
1: Fucking hey we do. We pay way too much. Ting, save me, baby. It's like me, them baby. getting
2: robbed and mugged, and yeah, they I, should. Those cell phone companies should spend some time in prison. I think I think that'd be a good place for them. Hanging that out. That would be a good hanging place place out for them. with. T- it'd
1: with, be it'd be a switch. They've been getting fucked in the butt. Right. Yeah, I hate these fucking smartphones. Anyway. Go fuck yourself. I got stock prices, weather in 28 cities. I got fucking banner ads. I got CNN. I got fucking news flashes. I got text messages. I got fucking everything. The fucking internet, movies, music, all this shit. All these different apps. All this bullshit. All right? You know what I don't have on my phone? Reception. Okay? (laughs) I'm in Los Angeles. How the fuck... Did I not see... Okay, I see towers. Why do I have zero bars? I see a tower. I see you, okay? It fucking makes me livid. They're all shit. They've got too much other shit on them. I just want a phone for a phone. Maybe we should try Ting. Maybe. Ting, <laughs> save me, baby. Save me. <laughs> I, mean. I am I am so intrigued with his story, man. I mean, this is like The Godfather, I mean, it's so intricate and the way it all happens, but it's like the godfather of San Diego with crack and shit like that, you know?
2: I can just listen to him talk and talk about it. Yeah, his, he's, his, he's got like, a
1: cool manner of speech. I, would, I dig I just it.
2: never really had the opportunity to ask some of these kinds of questions. And so yeah, right? I think you'll enjoy the interview.
1: I think you will too. Listen up, everybody. I was just
3: trying to make some bread for my family. Everybody got somebody dead in they family. And everybody got some crackheads in they family. So it's no room to hate, because I know you relate. My shit crack. crack. It got my niggas addicted. Crack. got my niggas convicted? Crack. My niggas stand on the fly It's all crack.
4: I would have never done time if I would have been greedy.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, let's what, get that's, to that. That's,
4: that's what takes place. I mean, that's what ends up happening. I mean, the money starts coming in so fast. That you just get, so you get How fast,
2: great. like, just, I mean, obviously, 125 turns into what? But very see, quickly. But see, we're
4: talking, like, you know, that was, like, at the beginning. But, right. I mean, at its highest height, I mean, you know, you make, like, like 5000 a day, some days, stuff like, you know. So,
2: like, serious money. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And you it's know, hard not to get first, caught. You know, when you're hol- making that kind of money, 15th,
4: Yeah. you're
2: yeah. going to get caught. Because you can't, I mean... There's get, too much you money. Get,
4: you get reckless, and, and you know what? To be honest, I've only had I've only had a couple. I've had a couple friends who sold, uh, got out, never got you know, and just went on to a productive life. Got back into society, worked, whatever. What was uh,
2: this, what would you consider one of the dumbest things you ever purchased with your money?
4: Just too many cars. Like I will give an example. Like me and my crew, you know, we about eight to ten deep at most times. And at some times we had, like, there was times we had, like, 40 cars combined, you know. How many people? For, like, eight.
2: Wow.
3: What kind of cars?
4: All kinds, from low-end cars to Mercedes-Benz to BMWs to 300 ZX. For what purpose? Just to
3: drive? Just to have? Just,
4: uh, well, we were such big drug dealers that we were just playing a part, just basically just foolish is, is the best word. Like, my grandmother always told me, she said, a fool in his money will part. And she was absolutely right, so we would buy all these cars, and basically, we didn't care whose car you could drive anybody's car. it didn't matter. it was a cruise car, it didn't matter so i at that point, I had so many keys like I had keys like I was a janitor, you know, so in any given day, I would just hop in a car
2: where would you keep all these cars? did you have a, where were you living? We all
4: had different you know we had an apartment complex that like four of us lived in, and we we uh, put ourselves in different parts of the complex. It was like New Jack City. We had it set up like that, and we were selling. That was our. We were selling dope out of there, and we'd have cars parked all over the neighborhood. We'd park where, cars at family it, members' where house. It,
2: ex- well, like whereabouts in town? Like what part of town did you?
4: Well, these like, were, you know.
2: Was this still in San Diego at this yeah, time? Yeah, this was
4: in San Diego, and. Like I said, we would put cars anywhere. We would we would rent storage spots and park cars that we would only drive on Sunday, you know, low riders and shit like that. So we would put them at relatives' houses. I mean, when you got it going on like that, people will let you do whatever. Can you
2: just go into a place and drop cash? Just here you go? Yeah, yes. That must feel great.
4: It did then, but it was now looking back on it, it was absolutely stupid, you know. I mean, it was just straight stupid. Or, you know... Yeah, but, or we would buy cars from from uh, private owners, whatever you know. Give them cash, you know, and they get a deal on it. And uh, you know, and by the time all the money on the cars, the paint, the rims, the tires, the music, it was just straight stupid. If I had all the money back from all that, I'd be a millionaire.
2: <laughs> what about um, what about the girls? Is there a whole
4: at that time? That? See, that's why you know, <laughs> comparing. The streets and the drug life to comedy. Now, a lot of times I watch comedians and I see them have, a, they start to gain a little success and they don't know how to act and they get weird and they, you know, and they start tripping about women and running around and this and that. But I understand why because in most cases, this is their first time in fame. And see, I've been famous my whole life. I mean, all the way from playing basketball when I was young. Then I became a drug dealer. Then I became a comedian. So I've always had women attracted me by the things that you do. I mean, back then, all the, most women wanted to be with a drug dealer, you know. Uh, there's no, you know, where else could they, you know, live a life like that, ride around like that, live like that, eat like that, just blow money like that. And so of Yeah, the women were endless, you know. I mean, a drug dealer has women as the same, you know, on the level of a NFL player or an NBA player. It's all on the same level. The only difference between a Maybe. drug, the only difference between a drug dealer, is that they can get the women all over. And in most cases, I mean, the drug dealer can get them all over. But the athlete can get them all over the world. The drug dealer can get them in his area. In your area code. <laughs> you know, but you know, you're the man there, and so. Anything that I've experienced doing comedy, you know, like I said, this is like my third go round of 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 people knowing who I am and saying certain things in the women, so it doesn't bother me. So I watch other people self destruct because they've never they've never had, it. you know. I've already lived that life. There's nothing in the comedy world that could top almost what I've already done. I mean, you know, there's stuff that I could do that I haven't been able to do, like you know, like. After all of that, I've been able to go to Iraq, go to Afghanistan. You know, I've been fortunate. You know, go to 15 countries after, you know, going to prison and everything. So to be able to turn it around, there's not a lot of people who could say that, you know.
2: No, probably not. What about enemies? Do you have enemies? No, you know, I was fortunate
4: that uh, I didn't have any enemies. Like I was saying earlier, like, I used to sell a lot of drugs because people liked dealing with me. You know, like I had buddies who, like I had a friend of mine, an example, you know, one of the greatest guys you ever meet, but when it came to the drugs, he just didn't play and and he would just lose his mind. Like one time, he uh, he beat this guy up, just crack it up, damn near, beat him to death over $5. Now, we're talking about somebody who has a lot of money, and we're like, dude, come on, man, we're, you know, pulling him off the guy, like, come on, man, this is ridiculous. What are you doing? You know, but... And that type of thing. So I was always known as the the good guy. So, you know, I I didn't have too many issues. One time I had an issue, because I got to tell you, we had so many cars. So one day I was riding through a neighborhood, and I was riding in one of our cars. This was a, uh, my buddy had bought a a BMW, and he had painted it the color of the Miami Dolphins, that blue. (laughs) It was, I mean, it was beautiful. Wow. It had a sunroof. It had rims, music, everything. So I'm riding in it all by myself, and I go down the street, you know, where a lot of girls hang out and this and that, people are out. So I ride through, and I go, and I come back around and ride through again. So this guy runs out in the middle of the street, and he goes, Hey, man, if you keep coming through our neighborhood, you're going to get jacked. So I said, Okay. So now I go back to my spot. I get my buddies. I tell them what happened. So we all load up like five cars deep. We go back through there, and the people out there were disnast. So then I hop out, and the dude is still there. He didn't even have cyst enough to leave. So then, uh, you know, as I hop out and say, "Okay, so I'm gonna get jacked or whatever," my buddies just start letting off rounds. You know, and so,
2: <gasps> oh my god. Yeah,
4: I've, yeah, I've seen. So it got
2: really violent.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I've seen a lot of. So this was own.
2: like you were stepping on somebody else's territory, basically by yeah, being well, there.
4: Well, basically, the, he was basically saying, "Don't be riding through here in your nice car, you punk." You know, like. And whos
2: who is he, who, who is that guy? He was guy? A,
4: just he just a, a gangbanger. Okay. You know.
2: Were you in a gang? Yes. Okay, so you got into what? Like, what's the gang? Can you talk about that stuff? Is yeah,
4: it- I was the blood. Okay. But, you know, and like I said, I was so Was
2: cool. or aren't you always?
4: Yes, you are. You know, even to this, it's funny you put it like that. You know, obviously I'm not out there uh, campaigning and everything, but, you know, people still know. I mean, to this day, my friends call and they, or if you call, if I call them and they answer the phone, what's up, blood? You know, this and that. still to this day, uh yeah, it never leaves.
2: You know, I mean, people talk about gun control all the time. That cat is out of the bag. There's yeah. no controlling that, right? From your experience, right?
4: It's impossible because no matter what you do, the people that haven't committed crimes and haven't been in prison, for a right amount of money, they'll go get the guns for the people that need them. So we do need to put up, we do need to make it as hard as possible, at least make them go through those changes but people, they're going to get whatever they want to get. When you have a gun, you get angrier quicker. And I know that for a fact because I know the difference when I have a gun and whatever.
2: Is it empowering to have one on you? Yeah,
4: you remember uh, Boys in the Hood, Ice Cube, when he goes, hey, anybody want any problems? I was that guy. Like that would show the gun, pull the gun out, set it on the table like, hey, anybody want a any fucking problems? I was that guy. Did you
2: ever use the gun? Yeah. Is that kind of how you ended up?
4: <laughs> and, uh, no, well, actually, you know... I never got any real trouble for using it. I was fortunate, you know, and hopefully I didn't hurt anyone seriously or anything like that. But
2: You don't know, actually, how badly you've hurt people?
4: I don't totally know. Uh, And uh, especially because I wouldn't want anyone to go through what I've been through. Because the other side of it is that, you know, we were living a life. We had more money than we could spend. We rode in the nicest cars. We had the best women we smoked the best weed, we drank the best alcohol. I tell people all the time, if I die today, you know, I've done some shit, you know what I'm saying? So don't feel that sorry. But uh, I lost my best friend during this time, one of my best friends. uh, What had happened was um, he had got into a confrontation with some guys and, uh, you know, and, he had been shot and they shot him in the arm or whatever. So he's in the hospital and this and that. So we go to the hospital and he knows who did it obviously because he had a confrontation with him. So at the time we were like, hey man, we need to go take care of these guys or whatever. And my buddy was like, nah man, it's okay. Don't worry about it. it ain't no big deal. It ain't no big deal. And the thing is, I knew it's a big deal because when, you, when someone shoots you, if they don't kill you, now they're scared you're going to come back and kill them. So one day, uh, we were at a friend's house playing video games, and um, we were gambling. At that time, we played like 100 bucks for you know football game, whatever, this and that. So I was playing a video game, and my buddy was like, hey, uh, man, I'm about to get out of here, this and that. He was talking to his girlfriend on the phone, and she said she was cooking and told him the food was almost ready. So I said, hey, man, ask her if she cooked enough for me. I want to eat. And she said, yeah, it's enough food. So he says, hey, I'm going to take off. And I said, well, look, wait, I'm almost finished with the game, and, I, and we'll go down there, bro. He's like, no, I'm gone, I'm gone. I said, okay, look, I'm right behind you. So I, so he leaves, but see, it was God sparing my life because I wasn't supposed to be with him because they would have had to kill me too. So then he gets home, and as I'm right, we're not too far from his house. As I'm riding to his house, as I get closer and closer, I'm seeing, uh, I'm hearing police. I'm hearing, you know, ambulance, this and that, and I'm getting closer and closer. And I'm like, shit. That's near near so-and-so's house. So it's got to be getting closer and closer. So then now I could tell that it's near the street. So I'm like, now I'm tripping out. So I got a gun. I got a bunch of money. I got drugs. So I put everything in the car. I leave my gun in the car. And I park, like, blocks away, and I walk. And when I walk, I run up. I see my buddy laying in his front yard. And at the time, he's barely breathing this and that. So I run there, grab him this and that. And he dies right there. But what had happened was these guys had sat on top of the roof and waited for him to come home. And the moment he pulled into his driveway, they shot him. They ambushed him from the from the roof. And then people hopped they hopped down because he lived in it was a back alley. So they were able to run through the alley and people said they seen two guys running, whatever. But they never they was never caught in this and that because, you know, the police didn't care. That's just another drug dealer dead. They were actually happy. You know, you did them some. Saved them some work. So, uh...
2: The ambulance was already there, but nobody was actually working on him? Yeah,
4: actually, that's when I knew it was bad. The ambulance was there, but they weren't moving too fast, so that's when I knew. They they knew that they couldn't do anything. Yeah. That's, you know. So they just... Yeah. He died right there.
2: What well, don't they... Weren't they, like, working on him when they...
4: They like one guy was there and whatever no they weren't really working on him cuz they 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 knew yeah. and it wasn't even that much time so they knew that he wasn't going so to make it She just there.
2: you came up on him just in his yeah. final few seconds. Yeah.
4: And like I said the thing is that he want, I was going to be in the car with them. If I if I would have went with them, they would have killed me too because they they would have had to. They weren't going to leave a witness. Mhm.
2: Wow. And wait so I almost don't want to ask, but he—he he was the one that received the gunshot to the yeah, arm. Yeah, so he so got. So these are the same shot, guys who shot got, him in the arm that came back to in get the him arm, after. And
4: about a month later, they killed him.
2: It doesn't make any sense. Like it just—it doesn't they, add they up. They—they
4: never, you know, they never got in trouble. This and that.
2: Do you know who they are? Uh, you know, we have some
4: Loosely, idea, yeah. but no, no real thing. And the thing is, is that. I mean, there's nothing
2: uh, you can do about it, I guess. Yeah, and the thing
4: is, is that, you know, we don't know the truth about it or whatever. Some people think it was behind a woman, this and that. So that kind of goes in line with what you were saying about the women, this and that. And there were so many of them, but these are some of the things that can happen by in that at that time by running around with a bunch of women, this and that. There's a lot of jealousy and envy, especially people see you making money, they see you in all these cars, and they see you with beautiful women. And then you know, if you end up taking one of their women, yeah, there's a lot of jealousy and that's, and that's what happens.
2: You know, um, Toby, this your story up until this point is so interesting. I don't even think we've heard the tip of the iceberg. I want to I wanna make this into like a little bit of a special thing in which we can have you come back and then share some of your other stories, maybe from when you were incarcerated and some of the other things in your journey. I think people would be very interested in hearing more. Would you talk to us some more?
4: Oh, no problem at all. I would love to tell this and...
2: Come back to Sal's Comedy Hall and eat some more of this delicious food. Yes. Whole different kind of being in a hole, right?
4: Yeah, and also, hey, the thing is about Sal's Comedy Hall, the food is great, the shows are great. So if you're uh, Melrose and Fuller, make it by here. I'm frequent here. I'm here a lot of times on Thursday nights when I'm in town. So Sal's Comedy Hall, I've had a great time. Uh, and I, like you said, there is a lot more to tell. And I think this is the venue to do it because it, it, it gets even deeper than this.
2: Thank you so much.
4: All righty, thank you.
1: Wow, man. That guy blows my mind. I mean, from, you know, a gangster to working uh, and putting his life on the line for the troops and going to entertain them in war zones. Man.
2: But yeah, we'll bring you more from Toby. Yeah. And uh, where, where can we get more of Ralphie?
1: Well, uh, this all week, uh, Thursday through Sunday... Tonight special, uh, where Lana and I are doing the uh, dirty show with the Smash Brothers.
2: So that's tonight, and then the yep. rest of the week, it's just all about you. And it's
1: just well, and Danny yeah. and you. Oh, we'll okay. be
2: there too. But it's your your Ralphie May at the oh, Ontario. Oh yeah, it's Improv Ralphie
1: May at the Ontario. And we're Improv. prepping
2: for the specials. Are yeah, we're prepping for our
1: specials. That we're going to be in Vegas, and uh, I'm excited. I'm really jazzed, man. These next couple of weeks are going to be on fire. It's going to be historical in our careers. And it's like you guys get to be in on it too.
2: I'm so excited.
1: It's gonna be awesome. I can't wait. I can't wait to see you in that fucking dress.
2: So not the dress again. Okay, so every week we have bone a band. You
1: in that dress. Every- I know. Yes, every week we have a, in the show with a great band and a boner. When I think about you in that hot ass dress. And this
2: week is no different. This live
1: week, live from the Mercy Lounge in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee. Patrick, Patrick Sweeney. Sweeney
3: call the same thing. Don't be afraid to shake your ass a little bit if you feel like it, man. Don't worry about the person next to you, man. They'll get with it. Instead of living day to day, yeah. Everybody wants, wants the same thing. Everybody wants the same thing. Now the simple things, Lord, they mean a lot when they're slipping through your head Man, I'm tired you almost Lord, a footnote On the page I want to sing Your favorite song In the center Of the stage Help me Everybody wants The same thing Everybody wants The same Let's do that again. Come on, help me now. Away so quickly in the night. I wish cooler heads would prevail and be not so quick to find. I want to go to sleep at night in a big old comfy bed. I just want a little butter sometimes. on oh, my. and into perfect 10 tune in next week when we'll do it again hit up facebook and twitter and tell all of your friends and well
0: you get the idea subscribe visit our page on itunes leave us plenty of comments and a high rating check out our website at perfect10pod.com we'll see you next week
2: suckers